Ho-hum. Another Sunday. Another Niner victory. Another four-touchdown day by Brock Purdy. I mean, I I almost fell asleep in the game because there was never a chance the 49ers were going to lose this game. And But, you know, before we get to any of it, you know we got to hit the music first. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to know, are you ready for start time? And once again, this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. My name is Peter Lucas. And like I said, another Sunday, another victory for the 49ers. The Brock Purdy has another, I mean, I think he had 242 yards passing, but he ended up with four touchdowns, uh, two of which, I mean, game manager or not. And you know what? We're tired of the game manager. He's a game changer from here on out. Uh not many quarterbacks making that last throw to Debo. Not many quarterbacks making the adjustment and getting the ball to CMC. It's it's game changer or bust. When he needed it the most to keep pushing those stats forward. And I know that it's not about the MVP. This team is on a bigger mission. And we all got a scare when he went down. With all that being said, he pushed it like when Dak is having a hard day. Dak is having happens to be having a hard game against the Bills today. And who knows what which Jalen Hurts is going to show up in the game. I think they play tomorrow. What is it doesn't matter. Brock's going to go out there. He's going to be Mr. Consistent, not Mr. Irrelevant, but Mr. Consistent and give you his over 200 yards and uh, and he's going to give you multiple touchdowns. No interceptions. That's what that's what Purdy does for you. And whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter who you are, former player, uh media member, guy in the building, uh former former football player that didn't make it to the league, whatever you are that sat are are still sitting on the sidelines saying that Purdy is not that guy. And that if he didn't have all this and he didn't have all that, if he didn't have Shanahan, if all that, blah, 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 blah. The reality is, is they are win. The 49ers are winning games and he is showing an efficiency, a scoring efficiency at a phenomenal clip. And it hasn't been done in a long time. And there's only a select few that have done it. So, we can we can sit there and say he has weapons. Okay, every great quarterback had weapons. Period. Point blank. Uh, while Cam Newton played in the league at a high level, while Cam Newton played in college at a high level, and not that I don't respect Cam Newton, 
I also can't say that I respect the opinion. Because if you watch the games, not about the stats, but watch the games. And watch what Brock Purdy does on a day, a week-in and week-out basis. Uh, Mr. Consistency is what my name for him uh, for him now is. Is it's not it's not this is not normal. This is not game manager territory. And and this is the thing I saw Kurt Warner earlier make uh, talk about something uh, talking about that whole that whole thing and Nate Burleson talking about it earlier. And them getting heated about what was said. And we're getting caught up in in labels. Game changer. Game ma- uh, manager. And we let it get under, like, I know I let it get under my skin. And I know a lot of fans let it get under their skin. But the reality is, is we need to get rid of the labels. We need to get rid of the labels. There's no, it, you're not really, put, because then inevitably what happens after that is that, well, what I mean is. Okay, well, why didn't you just say what you meant from the beginning and stop labeling people? (laughs) I don't know. And that's why I tweeted out earlier, you know, if you have to say what I meant was. uh, After you say after you label somebody something, then you don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to communicate your point and don't then and don't make the point to begin with. Because it's not going to come off correctly. So it is what it is. 49ers, uh, they beat the chi- the Cardinals. I was almost about to say the Chiefs. Maybe that's foreshadowing. But 45-29, 45-29, they dropped 45 points on those Cardinals. And never was this game ever a threat of – you never got the feeling that the 49ers were – it was getting close or it was going to get out of hand, even though the defense didn't play its best day today. They gave up how many yards rushing? I mean, it was – they were getting killed in time time of possession. Uh, but they gave 234 yards rushing uh, today, which is well above the 49ers average. If, if somebody told me that they gave up 234 yards rushing, I would assume the 49ers lost. Uh, but then you look at Kyler Murray's performance, which was 211 yards, one touchdown, two picks. And I would say, I would say that the 49ers did a phenomenal job of keeping him in the pocket and making him beat them from the pocket. And it didn't end up, it didn't end up well for them. Yes, they did get 29 points, but it was not a, it, it was like the 49ers just missed tackles. That's really what it was about. They just missed a bunch of tackles. They still had two picks. Uh, shout out to Mooney Ward. And how many sacks did they end up getting? Three sacks, it looks like. Yeah, three sacks they ended up with. Uh, Nick Bosa ended up with another sack and a half, I believe. Or no, they're not getting giving him the half a sack. So, but he still got a he still got a sack, and he is at double digits now, officially. And it's it's just it's a beautiful thing The we can look at the offense now and say the offense can carry us in games. And people are going to look at Purdy and say, oh, well, the weapons, the weapons. I don't care. Guys were. I mean, Christian McCaffrey was running all over the place. 
this this offense was just clicking. It was just clicking, and it didn't look like it was clicking in the beginning, but but then they hit that stride, and once they hit that gear, the 49ers have this gear that once they hit it, it's just they're a big play offense now. Time of possession isn't as much of a big deal for them as much as it is for getting the defense off the field at this point. Um, I was kind of sad because Jordan Mason got five carries and he only ended up with four yards of carry, uh, which is well below his average of six. And uh, But Christian McCaffrey ended up with 6.4 yards of carry with a touchdown. I think he had two reception, two receiving touchdowns. Yeah, he had two receiving touchdowns. Debo had two receiving touchdowns. This was a really good game, all the way around. And I want to get, I want to, uh, I want to give, say what's up to my people in the chat. Thomas Larson in the building. Appreciate you coming through, fam. Always nice to beat the Cardinals. The run defense looks shaky today, as I was just mentioning. And was it because of the D line injuries. It worries me a bit. Looking forward to better opponents. It absolutely was because of the, in my opinion, it was because the, I was watching the, the line of scrimmage all game because I was interested to see what happened as far as, as far as missing Javon Hargrave and, uh, and Eric Armstead in the middle. And there was a noticeable drop off. They were getting, uh, they were getting the, the defensive line was getting pushed around. There wasn't as much physicality up front and, but honestly, it should. There's no way they should have had 234 yards rushing. Even with that being said, even with them getting pushed around, our linebackers were missing tackles. Our our uh, our defense in general was just missing tackles. I mean, I think I saw Bosa miss a tackle. I saw. I mean, I don't. I don't even know who they're going to give all those missed tackles to. But it was it was a lot of missed tackles. And I'd be surprised if anybody on that defense had a really high PFF grade, except for Shavarius Ward, uh, who had two picks. But, uh, but yeah, it was still a really good game. And you cannot blame this one on the, the defensive performance. We absolutely cannot blame that on Wilkes today because they were in position, in position to make plays. The defense just didn't make plays. They didn't make the tackles when they needed to. They were catching guys behind the line of scrimmage a whole bunch, and they still could not. They still cannot get guys on the ground. It can't happen when they get up against better teams. And uh, Melissa, the house, appreciate you coming through, fam, as always. Let's go, uh, Peter. Seven, seven CMC TVs versus cards keeps making history. You know, CMC, he got, gave us a little bit of scare. Uh, he went out of the game with a. They, they had to wrap his knee up, which I, I don't ne didn't necessarily like. I I didn't think that they would just bring him back in. Uh, but he came back on the field when Bosa went down. I didn't think we'd see Bosa anymore, but Bosa came back in. Kyle does just doesn't seem to to care. Uh, he plays everything on a game to game basis, and I mean some of these things. The game is is in hand. Like, uh, give up a little bit of points to keep your guys healthy and going into that next game. But apparently the Bosa thing wasn't that serious because uh, he was right back in there. And uh, But yeah, CMC is a monster. He's just a monster. He ended up 18 carries, 18 carries, 115 yards, 
a touchdown, and then uh, and then he caught five balls on five targets for another seventy-two yards and and uh, two touchdowns. He was just a mon- they had no answer. They had no answer for him, and that's that's the problem that most teams are going to come in uh, come into contact with is that you've got to double somebody. If any one of these 49er weapons ends up in single coverage, they're not covered. You're not, they're not covered. Because there any one of these guys could break off anybody one-on-one. And CMC definitely, if you see him in the open field against one guy, that's a wrap. Ayuk, same thing. And even Kittle, Kittle's gonna make some contested catches. Like, I mean, it's just, and then Debo, the catch that he made in the end zone, that was that was great uh, body adjustment because Purdy put it only where he could have gotten it. And for him to make that catch and uh, like for the touchdown was just pretty. And then Purdy, the throw, the throw, the throw was great. I think we're going to hear, be hearing about that uh, all day, all day. And... Let's see what else. Bebop in the house. Appreciate you coming through, fam. Uh, absolutely. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Raise the roof. Purdy is a problem. Absolutely, he is. Like, uh, and we all saw when he went out of the game. And I think that a lot of people got nervous. I know I got nervous. Sam Darnold. But Sam Darnold, you know what? He didn't look that bad. People were making it seem like he was terrible. But he hit Kittle in the hands, in stride. And I don't think Kittle was was used to uh, was used to Darnold's fastball compared to Purdy's. And, uh, and then he did. Didn't throw the best ball every single time. But it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And uh, I think that he actually made a couple of good decisions throwing the ball. It's just, it, but we were so happy to see Purdy come back in the game and to find out that it was just a shoulder stinger on his non-throwing, on his non-throwing uh, arm. So, yeah, whew. like uh, everybody can let out a, a sigh of husa and uh, and just move on. But uh, Eric Wallace, appreciate you coming through, fam. Our resident eagle or our resident Seahawk fan. Uh, the first half was worrisome, but then the second burst of energy. And that's the thing. I love that he that he brought that up because that's the thing about the 49ers is even when they have in the beginning of games, they normally have like this little lull in the beginning of the game because they have to figure out what the defense, how the defense is is treating them. And, and but then the, once they figure that out and Kyle, Kyle see the coverages that they're trying to run and he starts calling the play, uh, calling the plays to because he's attacking. Kyle is attacking this year. He is not uh he is not being he's being aggressive, his version of aggressive. And I don't know why people think that uh you know, me included. I like uh I I'm wary of calling Kyle a genius because he calls great play. He has great play calls. But I said I've said at the beginning of the season I will not call him a genius until he gets the Super Bowl, and then I will call him a genius. At that point, he will be a genius because I am waiting. I want to see what happens when we get in the playoffs and we get into those tight situations that's going to come. I don't expect the 49ers to just run roughshod over everybody, and 
I just want to see it in. I just want to see it in the playoffs. I want to see if this if this this offense is truly this unstoppable. Look, the the way that it looks, it looks unstoppable. And granted, I know that people are saying, "Why are you getting so excited about the Cardinals?" Because it looks this way against everybody. Dallas is a top defense in the league. 49ers did this to them. Two. Eagles uh, were a top team in the league. 49ers did this against them, too. I mean, go down the list. Like, uh, there's a couple of teams when they were going through their bad stretch that they didn't that they didn't do this to. But if the 49ers are healthy going into the playoffs, it's going to be a problem for all teams. It doesn't matter who it is. There, there is no team that can guard all these guys. There's just none. And then Purdy, and then Purdy's the one back there making the reads and throwing it to him. Like uh, you can't. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can do. So the the only hope that you have, I would say that the only hope that these other teams have is exactly what happened: is that Purdy gets knocked out of the game and knock on particle board. Like that, we are hoping that that never happens. I don't want to see it ever again because I think Purdy just runs this offense so consistently, so consistently precise, and his the touch on his ball is so pause is so nice that like I mean I just I don't understand why people get caught up in like I said in the labels it's. This man is a game changer. Mr. Consistency is a game changer. He is not anybody's like if you want to label him, you are definitely not going to call him. And people are saying that game manager isn't a negative connotation. It's just how. No, absolutely not. Game game managers, historically speaking, we all know it's a derogatory term. We all know that 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 means somebody that is just asked to throw minimal passes to just not turn the ball over. That is not what, not what Brock Purdy is doing. Brock Purdy is out there dealing, wheeling and dealing, and throwing the ball deep, getting the ball to his playmakers in space, in stride, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. I don't care what you have to say about it. That's the way it is. If you don't like it, turn the channel. Like, uh, that's just the way it is. Edgar, appreciate you coming through, fam. 49ers bros channel. 49 boys are simply the attack. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And I, but if we go down the line, let's just go down the line for a minute. Like, where are we at? Yeah, we got about 10 more minutes. The... Let's go down the line. So you got Brock Purdy, 242 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 135.3 rating. It's it's just silly. It's silly. And then you look at that. Then you got Christian McCaffrey, 18 carries, 115 yards. It's not the touchdown. The other guy that got to touch the ball, Jordan Mason, five, five carries, 20 yards. Uh, then you've got... Uh, receiving, you got Christian McCaffrey, five receptions, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Debo had four catches, 48 yards, two touchdowns. George Kittle had two, two catches, 54 yards off of four targets. Ayuk had three catches, 37 yards. Um, 
Even Juice caught a couple today. Jawan Jawan got a couple today. Uh, Ronnie Bell, who okay, people need to back up off of Ronnie Bell. <laughs> like now that we've gotten to Ronnie Bell, people need to back up. Okay, he didn't fumble. His 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 forearm hit the ground. The ball came out the ground, can't cause a fumble. So let's not act like he fumbled when he didn't actually fumble. The kid's a rookie. The kid is a rookie. And I think people, everybody gets nervous when he's when he's uh, running the ball back, which is justifiably so because he's a rookie. But I like Ronnie Bell. I think that he plays hard. I think that he, he needs more reps as much as he can get. Uh, I think that he is going to be a good player for the 49ers in the future. But but yeah, let's not let's not name him uh we've they've already started nicknaming him uh Kyle uh, what is Kyle is it Kyle Henderson? No, it's not Kyle Henderson. Uh god, I can't even think of the guy's name right now. But uh the the guy that fumbled in the uh in the in the Super Bowl for the 49ers uh when they went against the Ravens, I can't think of his name. But uh I know his first name's Kyle. And but they're already giving him that name. And that's not fair. That's not fair. He didn't even fumble. He didn't even fumble. Just leave him. Leave the man alone. He. We got through the game unscathed. Uh, once again, 49ers don't turn the ball over. And it was, it was just a really good. It was a really good performance. Like, even though the defense didn't play as good as they as we would like them to, they got stops when they needed to. They got sacks when they needed them. They made plays. And they caused fumbles. There was a lot of fumbles by Arizona. Kyler had two. Like, uh, so as as much yardage as they gave up, they they found ways to make plays. They had how many fumbles? One, two, uh, two, five fumbles. (laughs) They had five fumbles and two picks. So, I mean, the 49ers won this going away on on the uh, turnover differential because you cannot keep handing the ball over to the 49ers like uh, you can't. You just can't keep Canada. Now, granted, they they fumbled the ball five times. They got four of them back. But that's but that's still three turnovers for the for the 49ers. So you can't give the ball to the 49ers extra times. Not to this offense. And when Purdy gets gets a chance, he's going to kill you. He's going to kill you. It's coming. You can just bet on it. Uh, but then, uh, especially with Shanahan calling the plays, and then you've got. Let's see. Let's let's go down the. Fred Warner just did not have the. Gr- I know he got a half a sec. I know he had nine tackles. But he did not have the greatest. Uh, I wish they had a stat. I wish they had the missed tackle stat on here because they, it was not good. Now, Arizona's defense, <laughs> they just looked, they, they, they looked like a team that just could not, they didn't have the horses. But I would say, I would say that, that this this team and this uh I, I gave Gannon a lot of stuff a lot of stuff at the beginning of the season. I thought he was gonna be terrible. I thought that this was a terrible hire by them. But you know what? 
he's got those guys playing hard. Regardless of if they have enough horses or not, they played hard. And honestly, it almost reminded me when the 49ers, when Shani first got there for the 49ers and the cupboard was completely bare and he just, he found way, he found ways to score. And like, uh, the team still looked half decent even when they had no players. And that's what this Arizona team, they just always look overmatched and that's hence their record, but don't sleep on this Arizona team. I think in a couple of years they get to they kept they have a couple of good drafts or they get a couple of key free agents. This team could be right in the they could be right in the mix. Um because I I I will say it, I, I like the way he coaches. Like this team looked disciplined, even though we had all the fumbles, like and that kind of that comes from being overmatched. But but the team looked disciplined they looked like they knew what they were doing like uh, the the run game the run game was dominant let's just say it even against the 49ers the run game was dominant and uh the 49ers are no slouches to go against but they played hard and that's my that's my point is they played hard it wasn't like when they when the 49ers went up against the eagles and 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 guys didn't want to tackle like this was not that they were trying, they were playing hard. Like they just were overmatched. And so the, this, cause this, this game shouldn't have even been, there's no way this Cardinals team should have had 29 points on the 49ers. No way. Now, now we we're happy, 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 happy that the offense today was up to the task to carry this team through this and it never felt like the the game was ever close but at the same time it shouldn't happen it shouldn't happen at all uh but let's see what else so next game 49ers got let's see we got we got the ravens right now they, I would what I will say for this next game is that now it's at home. It's at home. They got the Ravens at home, but they cannot miss tackles against the Ravens. Absolutely not. They cannot miss tackles against the Ravens. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to do a little bit more in depth of a. Uh, of a show about and like really kind of deep dive uh, into the game and like what we're looking forward to. We're coming up on the playoffs. We only got what three more games to go. And yeah, we'll be doing a deep dive into that. But, but if you really look at this Ravens team, it's just really gonna uh, on any given Sunday, they could like, they can either blow your doors off or look really underwhelming. And we're hoping it's the latter, <laughs> but but uh, but the 49ers are going to have to tackle. Uh, the Ravens have a lot of good players on offense. They do. And he, I know that they're not a lot of household names, but I will tell you, it's not just Lamar on that team. And uh, so just wait. But with that being said, with that being said, I'm going to, I'm about to get out of here. Remember, Make sure you get this video like. Make sure that you give me a subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when I go live. 
and uh, and we can be seen on Twitter. We can be seen on YouTube. We can be seen on Facebook. And if you don't like looking at my face, please, you don't have to look at it. Just listen to the audio version anywhere where you can get your audio podcast. I don't care where you get it. Just get it. And make sure. And lastly, lastly, tell a friend to tell a friend so we can be friends every day, every week. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for the shorts that are coming out. But but yeah. Another victory, another victory, another Sunday for the 49ers. A ho-hum day for Brock Purdy with four touchdowns. A ho-hum day for the 49ers just getting through and re- while they're while resting, guys. And I don't think there's any major injuries coming out of this one. Uh, D- I will say Diamondo Lenore looked kind of banged up at the end of the game. So I'm kind of afraid of what that's going to be because that is a, that is a lot. They, uh, they cannot afford a loss to Demo. That that's not going to look good, but anyway, we'll get into it tomorrow. And I appreciate everybody coming through: Edgar, Eric, Bebop, uh, Melissa, uh, Thomas. Appreciate you for uh, coming into the chat. And I will see y'all tomorrow. But as always, go Niners. <laughs>